Welcome back to the Ace of Shade, uncut conversations about life, love, and all that shit in between. This is your host, Shantis. I'm Keisha. And I'm Ashley. Hey, y'all. We're back. We're back. Um, So I guess let's start off kind of cliche. What, it's about to be 2020, 2020, new year, new decade. So I'm sure people have resolutions or things that they want to, um, I guess, try to start this new year that they probably going to quit by February. But hey, well, I'm not judging. Wow. Um, Are you not <laughs> I'm not judging. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll go first. So I don't really have any resolutions. That's good. Yeah, because, you know. <laughs> it's kind of. really late. Right, they don't. You they know, it's going to like, like shit yeah, by February, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to continue my fitness goals. Um, I'm going to try to get a little bit more aggressive with it. I'm going to get a personal trainer. Yes, trainer. Okay. Through. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. be able to join you later in the Yes, year. I've, I've asked him and Kisha <laughs> said she's not there. And I was like, what do you mean? Financially, she's like, yeah, all of the <laughs> I was like, well, thanks for your honesty. I appreciate that. But, yeah, so I'm going to try to get more aggressive with my fitness goals. Um, and I decided to make a bucket list. Everything Ooh. that I kind of wanted to do for 2020, I'm going to write that down. I also encourage my children and my husband to do that as well. Oh, that's good. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, it needs to be more um, also aggressive. <laughs> With my entrepreneurial goals, yes, aggressive. So, wait, yeah. wait, do you need to be aggressive? Yeah, because um, that's what I'm about to say. Have you been lacking aggression? Because I, I feel like my aggression is there. No, no, because my aggression very stops much at, so. No, my aggression stops at the um doing part. No, the um <laughs> the brainstorming. Like oh, I have okay, a million okay. ideas, but uh, what have I done? Oh, okay. yeah, okay. you know what I'm saying. So okay. yeah, I actually want to say your saying. thoughts are aggressive. Very yeah, aggressive. your actions aren't aggressive. Right. So I want to just pick one and take off. That's it. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Okay. See, y'all see, y'all was about to tear my head off because I know I didn't take a million ideas. Don't forget y'all. It got a little aggressive. <laughs> um, but I announced that. We just kind of stopped responding. And I said that. I said, you know what? Whoa, They're probably tired of me. But that's okay because I had to get it out. I understand. So, Kisha, what's up? What you got going on for the new year? Um, well, I have a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I don't call them resolutions, of course. I call them goals because apparently resolutions you fail. So, goals, my goals, because it's a continued process. Um, the first one, um, do I really want to tell that one? Yes. Yep, you already said it now. <laughs> Go ahead and um, get it out. Well, my first goal is to be intentional about dating this mm-hmm. year. So. Okay. Some lucky person out there is going to be my man by the end of 2020. Uh, so, so you weren't intentional before? No, I thought I was, but apparently I wasn't. I realized, what I did realize was I'm a runner. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so, a runner. I'm a runner. Like, if somebody be like, oh, my man cheated on me, even though it wasn't my man, in my head I'm like, oh, hell, I ain't got time for relationships. That shit is, is never is well, and I just run away mentally. And then I come back after like a month and I'll be like, oh, I'm ready again. And I just usually run. So so you don't be truly ready. No, no. Because like if somebody tell me something bad or I see something bad and I'm like, well, that's some fucked up shit a dude did to a woman. I run because I'm like, I ain't got that kind of time. So I'm not going to be a runner. I'm, well, okay, let me. I'm going to try not to be a runner. And when I run, I'm not going to run that long. <laughs> I'm going to come back and I'm going to actively day and be present and yeah and then i have i realized apparently i have some fitness goals as well because all the shit i ordered on amazon yesterday was about fitness so 
Um, I did order a scale, a digital one, and I ordered a juicer. I'm really excited about that. And I'm gonna do a detox for 14 days. I've never done one of those. I did a two-day detox. How did that go? In two days did good. I did Arden's Gardens two day. I felt really happy inside. I'm like, okay, I can do this shit. So I'm gonna do 14 days. I'm a little nervous about that, but here we are. And then I have some business goals, some things coming out. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. So um, I think that's kind of it on my part. <laughs> I think. Shantis, what's up, girl? What and you got going on? Yard, right? Yep. Yeah. So Keisha mentioned relationships. So I guess I'll go there. Um, I guess I've. Um, <laughs> I started dating, as y'all know already. Do we? Right? I've talked about dating. Oh, okay. Right? You talked about going on dates. Well, yeah. Yeah. Dating so you probably. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> 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 Let's neither here nor there. Anyway. Um, I am currently exclusive to one person, so we're working on that. Um, that's going well. So I just want to, you know, build that because I have honestly not been in a actual relationship in some years. A lot of years. I can't count them for you because I don't even know who (laughs) it's been. Um, so I'm working on that. Um, as far as fitness, I always have goals there, but... They always fall a little short. Sometimes. I feel like we need accountability partners. We don't want you. Okay. She's pushing it on once. Um, <laughs> as far as like business, I want to be the fuck gone for my job. Woo! I, I have really that. been aggressively like looking for other things because I just cannot do it. It's just draining me mentally. Yeah. It's just, I'm over it. Yeah. And when I'm over something, as a tourist, I don't know that works for you. I get bored in the same thing for a long time, and I've been there too long. Yeah, you like, shut down. How long yeah. have you been there? Um, three years. Mm-hmm. Going on four. Yeah. Okay. But whenever it's something, something you don't want to do, do, yeah, you, yeah, you start mm-hmm. to shut down. So, I got I to gotta leave. Um, go. That's all I have huh? for the new year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, let's kind of go along the oh, way. Oh, another thing that I want, and I kind of <laughs> want us to do that too. Like, when people say your whole perspective of things kind of like determines the outcome. So, if we're like, oh, I'm not going to make it. Oh, I did it. But if we start to look positively at things, I'm kind of hoping that works for me. So, I'm going to try that out. Let's try to know how that goes. So, um, <laughs> okay. Because I'll be more optimistic. I'm going to try to be more positive. Is this in relation to fitness again? No, just in general. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, this is I thought she was trying to push it on us again. Yeah, I can't, oh. like I can't run. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just in general, you know, like, for instance, my job. Okay. So, I hate it there. Yes, okay. I really want to get the fuck gone as well. But, <laughs> I'm thinking if I have a more positive attitude about it. You know, try to find some way to be the best me in this situation. That maybe while doing that, I can clearly see a way out better. That's that's my way I'm gonna think about it. You know, so I'm probably distracted by the roadmap to you know the what? exit. Okay, okay, because okay. I'm too worried about what's going on bad now. So if I focus on, you know, okay, get get yourself together, Ashley. Focus on you being the best you in the moment. Then maybe you'll be able to see a way out more clearly, and maybe that path may get easier. But maybe I'm my roadblock. So. 
That's okay. A, that's a good perspective. Mm-hmm. That's a good perspective. Mine's probably the exact opposite. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, wow. I have been my best self there. Okay. I am now on a fuck it kind of thing. Mm, and that okay. is helping me get through my day. Okay. And helping me go on job sites. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And actually take myself serious and putting these applications in. So that's working so for me. So that was the, the fuel to your fire. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Realizing that you can be as good as you want to and they still not going to care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Been there, done that. So. I think she might be in a different she space than, than you. Because um, mm-hmm. I was there in, in all of your spaces. <laughs> <laughs> so what space are you in there, Keisha? Um, I know that my time is very limited. Like, I'm, I, you know, y'all know I'm in school. Um, and going to do some therapy once I graduate. So I know that I'll be there. They have about two and a half more years of me. And you look at things so much differently when you know your time is limited. When you give your yeah, like yeah. it's a fuck shit what happened. I'm like, I'm glad I ain't got to be in this bitch forever. Like I know I got an out, so that is where I am. But before I didn't have an out, I was you. And I'm like, what is it that you want me to see? And yeah. I was like, I think I was missing it, and I prolonged it because I one day want to go back to school, and I still in school, and I want to be there. But I'm there, and um. <laughs> and that's how and so I, I just realized that that's kind of where it was happening like it was stuff that I didn't want to do and I couldn't see it because I was just too blinded by just some fuck shit and I don't want to be here um but before I got there I was where you are and I was like just fuck it like you can fire my ass today I had a car and so you weren't being I'd rather good, be homeless than to be so you bitch. weren't being a good version of yourself you realized that you got better and then you realized that when you got better they still didn't give a fuck so then you had to because, well I've always <laughs> right. been my okay. best self but once it got to be too much and I got into shutdown fucking mode and I wasn't producing I know I wasn't but it was kind of like move me and I mean move me now and I was so angry that even if he tried to move me I wouldn't know where to go because I wasn't trying to listen it was just like filling out these applications I don't give a fuck where you send me just send me away from here and that's obviously mm. not what he was trying to do so mm-hmm. then it got to you and I was like okay I'm gonna think positive about this and school came to me last year it was very random I wasn't really pressed to do it I was like oh if I get in I get in and I got in I was like oh I guess oh should. now I have to do it yeah I was like oh I guess this shit is real, real. I guess I gotta see this through mm-hmm. <laughs> so but I was like I didn't tell nobody I did it I just popped up and was like oh I'm going back to school I got accepted and they were like what the hell did you apply always good to move in silence <laughs> it is, this is and the things that we least to try to accomplish or go after is usually what is successful that was not a goal I set for right <laughs> At all. I never wanted to go back to school. Right. I still don't want to go back. I think school's a waste of time. But you're there. And you're doing it. <laughs> right? I kind of feel like once you start, you have to continue. That's, That's a, good. That's a good, is it good? good way to think. Yeah, finish. Uh, and there are any kids out there, you know, get your education. But listen, sorry, <laughs> this is totally off topic and not in the way that we were going, but I have to address it. So, you know how we were saying the things that you least seek seem to be the most successful and I hear you saying be more intentional about your relationship which means you're going to seek after a relationship yeah which means it may not be successful what do you feel about that well it it doesn't usually work that way for me um (laughs) so like okay so this year my goal and I can tell you since the year was over but I try to keep sometimes I keep my goals to myself because I feel like you know how you make birthday wishes and they're like oh don't tell nobody ain't gonna come true that's how I feel about goals sometimes but (laughs) anyway um my goal this year, because last year in 2018, my mother got sick and my focus was on her. The year before that was dating somebody, my focus was on him and his family and that shit went left. So, 2019, 
I said Keisha, no matter what comes, hell or high water, I don't care who people die, what happened, it don't matter. You're going to focus on yourself, like you, and you got shit you trying to do. And that's what I did, and this has been by far the best fucking year I've had in a decade. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, shit has, ha- yeah, shit has happened. Like, 2016, I was, like, at my low, but, and then it just got, I feel like it got worse. And I was, like, 2019 is a wrap. I can't, like, I was there for people emotionally, but I couldn't be that invested. Because mm-hmm. I have a tendency to take on people's pain, too. Mm-hmm. So, I was, like, okay, I'm hurt, but I gotta, I gotta go back to me, because I've been focused on people for too long. So this year I thought we I started a podcast with y'all. Um, I went back to school. I okay. said fuck it with my job. I let go of some people, worked some shit out with some people. Um, I am I did a documentary with y'all that's okay. coming out next year. Come on, documentary. Um, and, and like working on a book and working on other shit. So it was just like okay. When I really sat down, I was like, you did some phenomenal shit this year. It, like, and my other goal was to just be um vulnerable and I didn't even realize I was doing it until I did it like doing this with y'all is being vulnerable of course like letting people in your life every episode shit that you can lie about and then you don't lie about when you won't like that's being vulnerable so I was like you did it even though you didn't realize that's what you were doing Mm -hmm. so um and the documentary was being vulnerable about self-love so um so I said all that to say is I realized that when I actually put my focus on that and I remember that's my goal that's what I get. So mm. that's what I'm saying. So that I was like, well, I said I'd be focused on love, but why I'm not getting it? And I, because I'm a runner, and I'll quickly like, I ain't got time for that shit. And I go focus on something else. <laughs> so this year I'm gonna come back, even when I run. I'm gonna focus in. So she's gonna find love in 2020. 2020. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So moving right along because you know we are so popular, and the listeners love hearing our opinions. We had a lovely listener. Yes, right in. And Keisha's gonna share with you um, a synopsis of her question. Yes. Um. So it was a long question. So we're gonna give you all. (laughs) We're gonna give you all the gist of what she was saying. But basically, we had a listener um who wanted to pose a question. The question was, Do you think that the father of your child should receive any perks or benefits if they have not been um attentive to the child or you? Physically, financially, mentally, and health-wise, um, and those pregnancy, during pregnancy and after birth, and they have other kids. She also referred to this person as a low life. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. That's important because <laughs> we're gonna address that too. We want to get you the dynamics. Um, she did state that there is a child who was born about four weeks after her child, which let her know that she was being cheated on. Um, so that kind of played a part too in their separation. Uh, and so the perks that she was referring to was kind of like holidays, last names. She stated that she's non-traditional. Um, so she doesn't believe just because you're the father that you should get these special perks as, as dads get. So that was the general basis of the question. And she wants to know what our thoughts are. So we're going to individually go around and give what we what our thoughts are. We're going to start with Ashley. I was about to say, let's start with Keisha since you introduced the question. I'm not ready yet. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'll start. So, just a little bit background about where I come from, father. So, my father was there, but he kind of wasn't. My daddy kind of did drugs and was, like, on binges sometimes. So, he was there, but, uh, yeah. Oh, and he was also in the Vietnam War. So, everybody knows that people that were in the Vietnam War have 
serious mental situations that they refuse to admit. So, you know, that's the type of individual I was working with um, in my home. So, for me, I was thinking that maybe she should focus less on the perception of others and how she feels um, when it comes to like holidays and birthdays and focus more on how much that time spent will affect the child. I felt like, you know, it's better to have a father that's there at all than to just never see him. But then, um, cause you know, we kind of talked about this before the podcast. So, but then she was like, uh-uh, not no in and out father. And I was like, okay, I feel Absolutely. you. I feel you. <laughs> so maybe not in and out, but overall, overall, my feeling is, I think maybe you should probably take a little bit of your emotions out of it because as women, we have a tendency to look at how we feel and how things make us feel when we should probably put more focus on the child and how that relationship between the father and the child, um, you know, is going to play out with them being absent or present for however long it may be. But since I know you school girls, so go on ahead, go on ahead, girl, go on ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, my back history with my father, um, he was there when I was real young, um, and then he decided to find another family. Um, he left the family he had. <laughs> he left the family he had. Wow. Uh, the family he decided to enter uh, came with a daughter already. Okay. Um, <laughs> he decided to create a son. Um, and bam, there you go. You have this family recreated because guess who was the daughter? Me, I was the firstborn, and my brother was the second child. Now, he was around a little bit after that, he found his new family, and then it kind of just stopped. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't my mom keeping him away, it wasn't anything, it was just him just focusing on that new family. Um, and so he would come around maybe like on, I think I remember seeing him on Christmas one time and then he took us to a family reunion they had like later on in life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and he came to my graduation, right? Okay. This was years later, high school graduation. Um, for my brother's graduation, he did not invite him because he felt like he shouldn't be there to celebrate with him because he wasn't there throughout his life which was probably right i agree um so so that's a perk so that is a perk that is a perk that's how i see it now right so i feel like no you shouldn't be there for these random like for these little hours on the holidays just to say oh okay i spent this holiday like we remember when you didn't come that weekend you said you was gonna come and i was waiting at the window right to pull up okay like i feel like that Okay, maybe her feelings are in it, but maybe not. Maybe, like, she is looking out for a child. Like, you can't come in and out of my life. You need to be consistently there. That does not feel good. Like, having you show up for this, and now I know I'm not going to see you again until what? Another holiday? I have to wait to see my father? Like, half of me? Um, So, I don't... I, I feel that way as well. Like, the father, you weren't present for this. You weren't present for that. Like, you didn't help me with this. You didn't help me with that. And then now the baby's here... And you're still not helping the baby out, but you just want to show up for the important stuff. You want to show up to be in the picture and you want to show up for the holidays. I feel like, no, you're going to be here or you're not going to be here. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to look back as me as a child. I remember those little moments that, okay, you were here. 
oh, because your family was here. Right. So that's when you had me. Like, people think the kid does not remember. I remember every single time with my father. And I, I, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Okay. And you're agreeing yeah, that be genuinely be there, there for yeah. me. Not for these little pictures and all But how stuff. do we know that he's not genuinely there for the child? We don't know that. We don't know, but based no. off the aggression and that... But my thing is, okay, so quick question. Okay. So can can a father not take care of the mother? When I say take care, like doctor visits or worry about what's going on and why they're pregnant. Not pay for any health care, not pay for any child care. But when the child gets here, they want to just spend time. Just spend time. Is that wrong? No, but it's disrespectful. <coughs> it is, but but to not the child. But I will let you do it. Okay. Yeah. Like that's what a child. That's what I'm agreeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's what I agree with. Yeah. Not that whole. Yeah. I'm here. Not yeah. there. No, it's not wrong because ultimately the objective is the child. Right. So you okay. don't, especially it. What depends on the nature of the relationship. I mean, if we've agreed that this shit ain't working between us and we're just gonna co-parent, you're not entitled to really care about me. But out of respect, because I am carrying your seed, you should at least. Care. But they should pay for child care too. But they such a yeah. low life that. They oh don't. well, I well, no. When childcare is a part of co-parenting, co-parenting. Yeah. So, but, but so, but he's not paying child support. <laughs> but he's not paying because she yeah. said he yeah, wasn't yeah. doing she, that either. She definitely stated that. But like, he still wants to come and spend time with the child. So, how do you feel about that? Okay. Well, you I don't think she specifically said that. I think she said like perks. So, is she talking about like holidays? I don't know. She didn't really state whether what the perks were, but she did say that fi- financially, health wise, and of course emotionally and all that other stuff. So he ain't buying diapers he, and shit. But yeah, he's not buying. He's not watch. buying. He's not contributing financially. But he, if he asked to get the kid for Christmas, then hey, you know why? She's still asking why should I feel compelled to do that and bend my resources to accommodate you when you don't help at all? Is kind of, is what that came off at. Right. So. I actually feel multiple ways about right. Um, <laughs> Depending on which way we're looking at it. it. This is true. Now, I agree with her and the, the aspect of why should she have to. Because technically, she doesn't. But the part where I disagree is it's so much easier in the transition to realize for your kid to realize how sucky their father is when you don't say anything. Like, your kid doesn't have that anger towards you. They're not already have the stigma about my dad ain't shit. They figure that shit out on their own if you just shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the kid is a newborn now. But if you just hush and let that parent who sucks do what they've been doing, because the shit's not going to change, Absolutely. then that child will realize that it'll be an awakening moment for them. And then they'll come to those terms, and I think it'll be a lot smoother Versus, well, my mama said my daddy ain't shit. Or and, have resentment towards the parent. Yeah, or have resentment towards... Yeah. Because my, my, mom, my mom never badmouthed my dad. Like, I didn't know he wasn't supporting us financially. I didn't know that she offered to, like, drop him off... Drop us off places, like, to meet. And she'll just stay in the car and wait for him to get us. And he never showed up. I didn't know any of that. All no. I know is my daddy... I talked on the phone with my daddy. He said he'll show up. He didn't. And he kept doing it. That's, That's all horrible. I knew. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know yeah. anything else. Like, I saw that for myself. And she didn't tell me that. So, I graduated high school. Yeah. But your opinion of your father had already formulated by then. Right. You already knew he was shitty. Right. (laughs) But but that's my point. It's just Mm -hmm. like, it went, oh, my mama said my daddy was shitty. Or he said that nigga didn't show up today. It was like, (laughs) you you experienced that on your own. Right. And it probably, whether you know it or not, brought you closer to your mom. Because you realized the sacrifices she made just to shut the hell up. Because it's hard for a woman. She, of course, she probably wouldn't say that nigga ain't shit. shit. Exactly. Wait, 
I'm everything to you. I'm everything to <laughs> you. But she did. It take a phenomenal person to do that because it's not easy. As a woman, it's not easy. So that's why I'm saying I feel multiple ways about it. And I just hope that ultimately she can get her feelings out of it because I, what, I, yes. what I got from that is she still hurt because she was apparently in a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why when she said he didn't care about whether, you know, during the pregnancy, that hurt too. It did. So, you know, it wasn't like, hey, we, we fucked for a night and I got pregnant we agreed to co-parent. It was apparently they were in a relationship and that's what hurt. So she got to heal her heart first. Mm-hmm. But stop talking about him. Mm-hmm. And if you still talk to him, don't talk to him. Um, just drop your kid off if you want to participate. But I don't. I, I, the reason I say this because I had a, a lady who works with me and she was talking about her child's father. And she never bad mapped the child father and he didn't see the child for several years. Never saw the child born or nothing. And then came into the picture and her daughter ran up to him and was happy because she's like, oh, this, you know, this is my daddy. But she had never had that negative persona of her father. She just didn't know who he was. Who was. So he, she got to experience that moment for herself and they determined what that moment was. And I said that to say, if by magical force in heaven above, he changes and he's not the same person he is today and he decided he'd wake up and want to be a part that relationship can still be mended because nothing has been said. They determine their relationship. The it's child and the father already said for exactly. about him. Exactly. So I just, I guess, all we are saying is <laughs> get out your feelings, get out your feelings, and make sure that whatever he's doing or whatever decisions that you're making is beneficial and best for the child. So whatever you're doing, as long as it ain't got nothing to do with how you feeling and it's the best move for the child, I say roll with it. So. That's all we got to say And not about saying that. that your feelings are not valid. Right. Just saying that, you know, it's not about you anymore. Right. It's not about you. You really got to remember that it's all about the child. Because, ooh, let me tell you, which I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's just certain sacrifices as a mother that you got to make. And it's just. You know, even as a woman, you know, we just hear about, you know, Shanta's mama. Like, it's just as, as women, I feel like we are held on a really high pedestal. Like, we are expected to be and do so much. Like, I'm tired of that shit. Like, who the fuck gonna help us out? Like, where, right. where the men get to come in? It's like men have a stigma of always being low lives and ain't shit. So, all the guys is out there working hard to be the best father, husband, or whatever, you know, they really get it. We like y'all. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Right. Because apparently, over the last couple days, we've gotten some <laughs> feedback from males that maybe we slightly male batch, which I don't think we do. That's I, crazy. I, I was, <laughs> Where they get that idea yeah, from? I, I don't know. But, um, no, we bash the ones that need to be bashed, and we're going to love on the ones that need to be loved. So, yeah, if you feel so bashed, then oh. you wasn't lovable. <laughs> So she do, don't mean that. So do that. I mean, you can still be lovable when you're bashing. You ain't. Okay. You just, but wait a minute. I do have, I do have some ain't shit male friends, though. I do have some ain't shit male friends. We know a lot of them. You know, know a lot of them. A lot of cool ones. We dated some of them. Not your male friends, but I'm just. They dated some of them. I don't think the listeners wow. got that. Oh, oh, oh wait. wait. That's, that's probably male bashing. Okay. No, no, no. I don't um, think the listener. All right, let's bring that back around. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as women um, in our community, you know, uh, culturally, we have been the head of the household. We hold shit down. And, you know, just, damn, we human shit. Like, give us a break. Mm. Give us a break. I think it's just the black women, the black woman that has to go through that. 
really you don't think we're the only I guess I want to say I have a situation that was recent I'm not going to tell you who these people are oh <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. let's hear it let's hear so, it so um I got a text <laughs> saying it was like a screenshot saying this is what the fuck I'm talking about so there's a, <laughs> a mother and a father right they co-parent um mother has her Monday through Friday father has her Saturday Sunday um, mother, you know, supplies what she needs through the thing. Father pays half the daycare. Now, father comes up short on his half often. This time is around Christmas. Mother has to pay for all these Christmas things, mm. have to pay for, you know, stuff for school, um, get and gifts for daycare. teachers, daycare, whatever. Father says, oh, I don't have it. I got to do this to my car or whatever. And she's like, well, this has been the situation so I still need it. Like life still goes on. I still need your half. Like if I don't have my half, I don't lean on you. Right. I just find it. I figure out a way to get it. I borrow. So you need to do the same. Father says, well, I still don't have, well, I can give you this much. Okay. Well, that's still not half. Right. And I need my half at this point. So he said, so she says, okay, well, I still need you to get half. <laughs> And he says, well, I can't do this. Well, I won't be able to pick her up then because of something. His car. No, his car. So you have to drop her off. She said, I can take her the weekend. That's fine. I still need your half. This still needs oh, to pay. Okay. He was like, no, never mind. Never mind. I'll figure it out. So, mm-hmm. it, again, that makes me think, like, they really think, like, okay, well, whatever I don't have, the mom going to get it. Like, because the mother it. does. We right. drop through all the time. All the time. We make yeah. that shit happen. All the but time. But they have that out. Like they have that that ability to lean on. You know how you if you ain't got it, your you hope your husband got it. Yeah, it's like that. Even if we're not together and we're just co-parenting, it's like, well, shit, I ain't got it. this. We this and you figure that shit out. And I'm like, no. And they get a pass because no, we give them one. Yeah. Why do we do that? That goes back to what we've been saying from day one: motherfucking accountability. Listen, stop. We gotta stop giving these motherfuckers a pass. And you know what? It's not. We talking about the men right now, but there are some women that we give a pass because yes, they're shitty fathers, but there's some more shitty mothers. Okay, just as many. But we do this on our own. I, I, well, I'm the off the men. I'm talking about the women now because we give the pass. Like we make you feel like it's okay that you don't have to have your half. It's you know why? Okay. I don't think I don't think we make them feel like it's okay. I think we just be like, fuck it, I'll get it. Because as women, yeah, we are naturally we like okay if. You ain't got it. I ain't got it. Who got it's all on me. I guess because if you look back maybe at our upbringing, it always goes back to what the fuck was going on in the home. You see your mother always making shit happen. You just think that's what's supposed to happen. True. And it happens often, actually. Yeah, but I so feel like, like we get taken out of our role as feminine women when we do that. And we never report back to that role of being feminine because we're always trying to figure out how to make shit happen. That's what men do. Men's supposed to figure that shit out. And I'm supposed to say, we ain't got it. <laughs> and he's supposed to come back with it. figure it out. <laughs> well, that's what I want you to do. I don't know if that's what y'all doing. Yeah, I don't really think that's... That goes back to the whole generational role shit we talked about previously. And I think all that shit is out the window. I think what works for your family is what's going on. But, I mean, there's just some instances where... You gotta have that whole conversation of what the fuck going on. Like, we don't always gotta be strong. I think the moment that we show them some weakness, maybe they'll step up. When they see that as women, we are human and that 
you know, we we claim to have this supernatural strength, but shit, I can break down in a minute on your ass. Oh yeah, I can but just check still the fuck out. <laughs> Let me check the fuck out and you'll see what happens. Like getting it done. No, no, I mean, no, we're not gonna get it done. We're just gonna check the fuck out. Oh, you're saying we should do that? We no, no, I'm just saying what happens when we do that. Oh, they don't yeah, want to see that. Just they, they be like, um, right. baby, you be like this. My coworker, side note, my co this goes to be a crazy. My coworker told me today that her brother had been in and out of jail, um, in trouble, and you know, he was living on the street and she was like, Well, you need to go to these places. All these Mexican people and stuff is getting food stamps and housing assistance. You need to try to go and get your do that. Is he black? He's black. So he went into he's in New Mexico some shit. Albuquerque. Oh, okay. So he goes to the office. And they left him? Pretty much. Yeah. And they were telling him, you know, I guess his, his what the information he got was basically you got to be crazy yeah. to get some assistance. So this motherfucker went to the house, wrapped himself up in foil, and, and went back to the office talking about now bake me at 350 and they helped him. So. Okay. Well, you do what you got to do. So my whole point is maybe if we start acting motherfucking crazy. <laughs> People will realize that damn this bitch needs some help. Like they will step up because you don't. That's extreme. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to have to bring ourselves to the point where we have to mentally check out because we are so overwhelmed. Which is something that could potentially happen. All of these things that we place on the black woman, like that mental capacity. I know we some strong black motherfuckers, but listen, let me tell you, you get tired of being strong. You get tired of being strong. You get weak. You get you weak, have, you know. You have weak mom. Well, you have weak moments, but if you're that strong person, you don't always have a moment. You don't have that moment to be weak in front of other people. Like the meme that's been going around. Just because I carry it, don't mean that shit ain't heavy. Like right. the fuck. I, I, and sooner <laughs> or later, the load is going to become so heavy that we try to conceal it, but you can't. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. When you gonna motherfucking check yeah. the fuck out and you gonna be walking up in and talking about me at three fifty and they gonna be looking at your ass like Don't the fuck is wrong? <laughs> they gonna be looking like what the fuck is wrong, ma'am? Sit down, we'll get you to the psychiatrist. <laughs> get me to some motherfucking body, cause shit, like hello, yeah, hello. Oh, we gotta, yes, we gotta, ladies, we have to take care of ourselves. Like while we're taking care of everybody else, we have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves as well. So, you know, do your self-care and it's not just go get your nails done and your hair done. That's all around. Take care of your mental. Drop your kids off. Yes. And somebody have... Oh, not just... Ah, damn. <laughs> Keisha getting rid of the motherfucking kids. Bye. Somebody for <laughs> well, no, Bye. Leave your ass at the door. Ring the doorbell. Dry the fuck out. <laughs> Don't do that. That's a deep ass referral. But... Wait, <laughs> listen, listen. So, I heard on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, yes, I'm giving him a shout out because he is a great father. Great father. Oh, okay. he is a great father. I was like, are we giving a shout out? Yeah, no, he, he was saying that, because it goes along with the co-parenting yeah. that we talked about, he was saying if you have a good woman that you are co-parenting with, she ain't giving you no problem, problem. she ain't with the fuck shit with yeah, all the, you know. Jail for child support. Right. To treat her as a good woman, give her, he said what he does to um, one of his daughter's mothers is when he gives his daughter flowers, he gives her flowers. He sends her flowers. He gives a car. He, um, I guess, would I guess send money to go yeah. out to eat, go to the spa. Uh-huh. What man, you know, do that shit? He said that you know they ain't in no romantic relationship. Yeah. But he was he like, just acknowledged the fact that she's a good mother. 
he is thanking her for doing what it is that she's doing. Right. I ain't never heard no man ever. I know one who who does that. I mean, he ain't got that that kind of money, so he ain't just (laughs) sending people to the spa. But he like for Mother's Day and for her birthday, he acknowledges that hey, you know, I appreciate you for you know not being difficult to work with here and for you know raising our child the right way. Um, when you know when I'm not present like I should be, so I I the one. <laughs> she don't want hell. I don't even I really don't know, know Ricky Smiley, so do I know anybody? <laughs> I know, I know but, it's just, <laughs> but that's the thing, and I say this all the time, and it might be slightly biased because you know I don't have any kids, but I, you know, purposely made sure I, I didn't knock on wood. I'm saying I, I, I went to extra lengths not to, is what I'm saying. So what I'm what okay. I all right. Wait a minute. Pause. <laughs> What the fuck? Okay, continue. I'm just saying, you know, gotta get out out of this. But, um, what what, what I was saying, what the hell was I saying? We don't fucking know. It was really good. Oh, no, I know what I was saying. Like, people be like, oh, I'm not ready for marriage. But I'm like, but you're ready for a kid. Like, this is a whole human being. Like, if I get married and the shit don't work out and it's just me and you, bitch, we can separate and go our separate ways and we never have to fucking see each other again. But a kid is forever. Like, you don't trust me to be your wife, but you trust me with your legacy? This is your legacy. People don't think like that. They mm-hmm. should think that way. It's nothing. <laughs> like, people, have a baby yeah, people just out not here. looking in their history, don't know what kind what? of diseases their family got, <laughs> wondering why their baby coming out disabled or have all oh. these issues. Like, you ain't check that shit. <laughs> like, right. you don't know about that. Family got bipolar. <laughs> right. And you like, I think I want to mix with that shit. Like, right. And you want to talk to me, wonder why your kid bipolar. Right. Because the whole fucking line is bipolar. Not saying anything's wrong with bipolar. I'm just saying. You that have to understand. Understand what you're getting. The chances are, if you yeah. messing with a family of bipolars, you're gonna have a bipolar kid. So don't be surprised if your kid over here one minute they manny. But all I'm saying is, this is your legacy. This is your seed. This is what you die. This is what you leave here. And who you have your kid with is what you leave on this earth. Like we have to be a little more selective about who we just out here impregnating. We have to, but you know. Like doing this shit these days. This is quite what we should. Okay, so this is just a word to the wise um, people. You know, take it for what you can. You know, let's just just let's be a little more selective. Like if you already knew the nigga want shit, or the girl, or the girl, oh, nigga, right. nigga yeah, as in women or man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the niggas. <laughs> None of them was shit. She sucks. She ratchet or whatever. Y'all don't like. If that was her already. What the fuck make you think she gonna change? If she was combative before she had a kid, you think she gonna be nice to you when you owe her money? And you don't come get your kid? No, she's not gonna be understanding. Like, let's just be a little more, you know, selective on who we drop our legacies in. That's all all I want to say. Most men live in the moment. Do they not have to see your nut last forever? Okay. Live in the moment and it's T-shirt, nut lasts forever. Think twice, baby. Think twice, nut lasts forever. Okay? While you sleeping up in that thing, you need to think, is this the person I want to be around for? That shit is forever. Yep. Damn. Just like people think, just like people <laughs> like the idea of being married, but can't. Just, just, this really Do the work. You know, this bothers oh, me. If y'all been together eight, y'all been together eight years. <laughs> y'all get married, and within six months, the shit fucked up. What, what right? What y'all was doing for eight years? I, just, okay. <laughs> I, always, I always wondered that. Like, can you help us? They say some people change 
They what say you some always people like to? they say, especially the woman. She got comfortable. Like she just changes. Like okay, so now I'm checking your every move. Now I'm doing this or oh. just you know they just change. Like your whole yeah. attitude just changes when you get. get well, there. I can understand. I can understand. I'm not saying it's right, but mm-hmm. I do understand it because for a woman. When you're married, you believe that certain things are unacceptable. So if he was like, if he went and stayed out all night when y'all weren't married, it wasn't really much you could fucking say because, I mean, you was in a relationship and you could say, hey, I don't like that shit. But it's whatever. It's the same thing when you get married. I agree, but some people don't feel that way. Some people, some women feel like, oh, this is a covenant between me. God, no, you can't go out. And we were talking about that today at work because, like, dude play basketball or whatever. And he was like, oh, homeboy, girl won't let him play basketball no more. Like, she won't let him in the damn basketball league. So, oh my God. <laughs> like, but that's my thing. If you've been playing basketball since before I met you, when we get married, I know you like basketball. So, I'm not going to trip if you want to join a fucking basketball league. But some women are like, nigga, no, you ain't joining mm-hmm. a basketball league. Like, the fuck, yeah. yo? Basketball league, your ass at home. Why? I don't. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It don't matter how close you keep that man to you. If it's something he motherfucking want to do, he going to do it. Okay? He going to do it. 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 That's from doing, doing what they want to do. Like, they going to do what they want to do regard, And that's not even with men. That's with women. You try to keep them sheltered. They're going to do what the fuck they want to do when they want to do it. I agree. I want so they to gonna... go play basketball. Give me some time alone. Take yes, kids with you. Right. Right. You know, it, it, the, you yeah, can't just a be a different person. Anyway. Right. When, when they don't want you to hang out with your friends or whoever. And it like, be the smallest the shit. Like, get the fuck away from me. Just like Shades my husband, you heard him say he don't, he don't talk to me outside of the house. He literally said that. Yeah, he literally said, like, you know how you work with people? And you don't want to talk, to, don't want to, talk to them outside of work? You see them outside of work? You act like you don't see them? I said, so you don't talk to your wife outside the house? He's like, not really. I was like, well, damn. But he meant that in a loving way. Like, he needs time to... I think you need time for your fucking self. Yeah, like, you I might, you might need house. time to miss that person. You do need time. You know, time back in the day everything. when they didn't have, like... You know, they make calls like, hey, I'm staying late. But they didn't have cell phones like that. Like, it's so much easy <laughs> access. I can text you, babe, pick up some ground beef or shit. Like, right. I'm always accessible to you. We never miss each other. I don't want... I want to miss you. Like, don't come to... I'm, like don't contact you all no, day. No, no, no. Like I mean, maybe oh. talk to me on the way to work or something. Or like, if you got a question, yeah, or, or you have or a moment, or text me like have a good day or some shit. But we're I, not constantly. Texting. I don't really want to talk to you throughout the day. Cause what the fuck we gonna talk about when I get home? I need to tell you about my day, and you was a part of it. So shit. You, oh, no. oh, that might, that might wait. Some people do change. I've changed being married. Oh, I have changed. Good or bad? Um, seems like good. Oh, some good, not. some bad. <laughs> some good, some bad. Yeah, like okay. First of all, um, I don't know who's swinging from doors or who's doing none of that. Is this like during sex? Yeah, oh, I'm okay. not swinging from doors. Okay. I'm not. Listen, okay, my fucker, I'm about to have an asthma attack. You know, I just think we need to find some safer ways. Um, so you don't want to spice up by swinging from a door? Absolutely. I want to live, nigga. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm less freaky. I'm just saying I'm not swinging from motherfucking doors. This is some shit. Not because I don't want to, because I am physically unable to do this shit. Okay. Did you swing from doors before you got married? I mean, yes. Not metaphorically doors. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like certain shit. But did he like you swinging from doors? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So you don't think, this is a question. You don't think that 
you should probably incorporate swinging from doors now. No, because I physically cannot do it. So what I'm saying is you need to find some nails that you like. That's what I'm saying. It's not because I don't. I physically can. There's some shit that I physically. And there's some shit he physically cannot do either without okay. the liquid courage. Like, okay. some shit oh, you got to get. And then you know everything numbs and then you're good. And you wake up like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know. Right. You know. And so okay. sometimes we have to realize, oh, baby, we, we ain't young no more. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay. Chill out. So, but, mm-mm. until he hurt himself, he realized, oh, baby, yeah, you're right. You're right. Nigga, I knew this. We, we didn't oh, stretch. Oh, I knew this going to <laughs> We didn't stretch, you know. So, it's some shit that, you know. So, some change is good and some change you just got to be like, baby, real. Realize who we are and where we are in this moment and let's find some substitutes. So, what got better? Um, We matured. Okay. okay. So, I mean, I got lucky because we were shit partners together, and then we grew together. That's right. good. It's, if you got to be a shitty person, yeah, you want to be with somebody else's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really we was horrible. Come on, horrible. Man, you're one shitty person. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, you don't. You don't. Yeah, we, grew. Well. we grew. We grew. We yeah. grew. So, yeah, he yeah. had bullshit. I had bullshit. And y'all dealt with that, and then you came together. Right. That's good. That we works. matured together. That's Damn. rare. Yes. Yeah. Fucking mm. rare. Ah! <laughs> Oh, listen, y'all. We appreciate this time. As always, we want y'all to get the positive things that we've given out. We've given out a whole bunch of negativity, but there was some positive <laughs> shit that we I talked we about. There was some positive. Yeah, things, you know. So please sure. don't let our negative shit overshadow the positive word that we've given yes. out, especially for that young goals. lady. Yeah, get yeah. you some goals. Fuck the resolutions, okay? Yeah. Because you're gonna quit in February anyway. anyways. Yep. Okay. Gym be packed. Right. <laughs> so you know, just get you some goals. Don't worry about those resolutions. Don't put that much pressure on yourself. And for the young lady with the question, get out your feelings and make sure whatever decisions that you're making, make sure that it's right for the child. So as always, thank you for listening. Keisha, tell them how they can listen to us. You guys can check us out on Anchor, on Spotify. Um, you can also check us out on Instagram, Ace of Shade Podcast, Facebook, Ace of Shade Podcast. And come January 17th, you all can come out to a live recording. We will be doing a live recording called Sip and Shade. Yes. 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 So that will be dropping very soon and you can get your ticket on Eventbrite. And we would love to have you all come out and be a guest on our show. Yeah, come laugh with us. Come talk some shit with ready. Come see us in person do what we do. Right. All right. As always, <laughs> we love y'all. Take care. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye.